All right. Hey, this is your boy Selwyn Robbins. Welcome back to another Let's Talk About It episode here at Mandated. And today we're going to talk about me. And I believe this is so important. I think any episode or topic really is important, but this is so important to me and relevant to where I have been compared to where I'm going. And hopefully um, at the end of this, whoever is listening has the same thought about themselves in their future just as well. So uh, I'm just going to get into it. You know, not long ago, I'll say at least back in March, the end of March, uh, one of the brothers at the church gave me a call or I actually called him uh, because he said he wanted to speak to me. And what he wanted to share was a word that dropped in his spirit about me. It was just his prayers. He prays uh, for individuals. And he said, when he was praying for me, there were a few things that dropped in his spirit and he wanted to share with me. And one of those uh, particular words was that if you don't do it, it's never going to get done. And with that, it kind of set me on a trajectory or kind of more so solidified the trajectory that I was already going, but it helped more so empower that walk. And so that was March 28th. About a month later, I received a call from a pastor friend of ours that um, his birthday was going to be in this month here of March, and he was going to be out of town. So he wanted to see if I could stand in and minister uh, for him. And what was so awesome about that is that we've spoken before, and you know this gentleman, his name is Pastor Jason Johnson, and we spoke uh, sometime last year, but we've always been in contact. But ever since of us connecting, you know, I said to myself, I would love to be able to minister um, at his church sometime, but I am not the one to put myself out there and say, hey, you know, if there's an opportunity, I would love to. I'm, that's just not me, right or wrong, that just really, um, is not part of my character, at least for the most part. Uh, so I had left that alone. And when we spoke that day in him asking, you know, that was just confirmation uh, to me that God was opening that opportunity to allow me to speak. But there was more to it than that. And I'm going to get to it here. So that was the 22nd of April. A month later, the 22nd of March or May, I'm ministering. But in between our conversation and this uh, particular Sunday, I have been studying, of course, on what is it the Lord wanted me to share at this particular time. And as I studied the word, I was led to Elijah, the story of the prophet Elijah, which you'll find in 1 Kings 17 and 18, and probably verse, uh, chapter 19 as well. And in studying that, I came to the realization of a couple of different things that Elijah was dealing with. You know, it's one thing to be an individual man or woman that's called into ministry, whatever it is, not necessarily a fivefold ministry of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers, but just ministry in itself. Because we understand in the life of Christ that as uh, we are charged with the um, the mandate we're given the authority to preach the gospel and that's in matthew 28 right go ye therefore and teach all nations etc etc that's our initial ministry but then as we progress uh, we're called to do more and that's up to you on 
accepting the call or not. And so keep that part in mind, accepting the call or not. So as I'm studying this word, it just became heavy on me to where I want to say probably the night before I was trembling. I was listening to worship to keep in meditation and focus of what I was doing, but the word just became so heavy that I began trembling. And I can't say that has ever happened before. And even all up to that time, God was just dropping different nuggets of confirmation that this was the word to release um, on this particular day that I was going to speak. And this is what I want to share with you. It's being recalled to be released. And this is what I mean. Back in 2014, I and my ex-wife at the time, we were going through a separation and eventual divorce later that year. And in that meantime, I had went back to uh, my former church or our former church, actually, uh, whereas then that's where I still am now. But I went back there uh, because I felt that I was led to go back there. Now, mind you, this is 2014. Today is 2022. That's roughly seven and a half years. And as I was studying this word, I realized how it tied back into that year of me going through a divorce is that when I went back to the church and I didn't realize this until this last Sunday here on the 22nd when I was preaching that I had been hurting and I had been hiding. I was hiding from the enemy. I was hurting for myself, but also I was hiding from the call. So I was hurting from the breakup of a relationship, a marriage. I was hurting for myself because of what I was going through. I had taken accountability for myself and anything that I had done wrong in that time. And then hiding from the call. And that's the part I really want to talk about. It all intertwines. But what I realized is that, and this is with Elijah, please follow this, that as Elijah had the battle on Mount Carmel with Ahab and the priests and prophets of uh, Baal, we know that he eventually won that fight. Um, Ahab lost and Elijah killed all the prophets of, of Baal, which were 450 and 400 of God uh, Asherah, right? And immediately after that, Jezebel spoke a condemning word of death over Elijah that it was so much so that she said, do unto me if I do not do the same thing to this man within 24 hours, right? So she's saying by this time, the next day, he will be dead. That's a word that she's proclaiming over him, a word of death. So if, if you read that story, um, God was kind of leading him to understand how this hiding is going to take place because after he spoke that word, this is before Mount Carmel, this is going to the famine. He spoke the word of the famine. God told him to go hide at the book at the brook Shereth, he was provided meat, water, um, and bread there while he was hiding. Then he went to the widow as he was dwelling. 
and that story unfolded. Now you come to Mount Carmel, that battle. Now he gets the word from Jezebel and he runs and hides in, at Mount Oreb. Now this is the mountain of God, right? And this is how my story, I believe, ties into Elijah's is that he ran because of the word that was spoken over him that he would die, right? I hid because I was licking my wounds, but I didn't realize it until really this past weekend that for these seven plus seven years plus that I've been hiding and being comfortable because of my past situation, though that had been far removed, I didn't realize I was still hiding from it. I believe I've truly been healed from it, but why was I still hiding? Well, the hiding also comes in from the calling. Now, mind you, I was pastoring just as well at this time. So now after that, I'm hiding in my cave, which is the church, which is the place of a sanctuary. It's a place, a hospital where those that are hurt and sick can come rest and be healed. Right. And I truly believe that I've rested and I've been healed. But I want to say I've rested too long. And this ties into hiding is that I didn't want to re-accept, for lack of a better word, the call that was on my life. And this is where a person, Elijah, and myself and you are recalled to be released. And this is what I mean. I took the calling out of me. God didn't take the calling out. I took myself out of the calling. Let me correct that. I took myself out of the calling. God didn't take the calling out of me because I didn't how, know how to navigate that, right? And what I understood in this hiding is that I used my hiding place. I used the church as a pillow. And I truly believe every leader needs a pillow. But the thing about a pillow is that it lets you be comfortable. And what God is doing is wanting you to become uncomfortable. And this is not a bad thing. He wants you to be comfortable in the sense that you are getting rest that you need, but not so comfortable to where you become lazy. And I became, I have to be honest, lazy in my call. Now I'm leading a ministry in itself, but my personal calling, I wasn't running back to because I knew the weight of it. I was scared of it. Um, I was having, dealing with lack of confidence and you know, all that believing in yourself. Am I equipped enough to do so? But this weekend, as I spoke this word about Elijah, I realized that, as I said before, that I was hiding in my own cave. But I tell you now, I'm out of this cave because this is, and let me tell you how you get out of your cave. I want to see, say it's first Kings 18 verse 36, when Elijah said, our Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, Mind you, we've always known it as Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So why is it different this time? And I'll tell you, this is what God revealed to me. He's saying Israel for this specific purpose, and he revealed it in the two letters of E-L. E-L, capital E-L, we have seen it in El Shaddai, God Almighty, El Rohai, God sees me, or El Yisrael, God of Israel. 
And when you see it as the capital, the beginning of the word, that statement, it's referring to the one true God, Yahweh. But what he revealed to me even further is that when you see it in the form of Israel, and more specifically the lowercase E-L, he's speaking about the God in you and the fight in you. Because remember, Jacob, let me go back to this, Jacob had that vision of the angels ascending and descending, and we know that as Jacob's ladder. And before he met and or reconciled with uh, his brother Esau, he had to struggle with the angel, and that's how and that's when the angel struck his hip. And afterwards, he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. And this is how you get out of it, is that when you know you've been hiding, when you've been attacked, you can no longer work under the identity of being a trickster. You can no longer be under the umbrella of someone playing games. And let me prove this to you because Jacob got his name honestly, being that his mother Rachel uh, was a trickster. His uncle Laban was a trickster and he even tricked his own brother Esau out of his birthright so that he himself can have the blessing. But when it comes to warfare, you cannot be acting Foolishly, you cannot be acting double-minded. It's not that it has gone away, but there has to be a maturity in you. There has to be a fight in you that now says the God in me is the one that's fighting. This is about the identity in your cave experience of how and, and how you are going to come out. Because when I I was reading this and it was just gravitating to me. I realized and had to come back to a point of understanding. I am confident. I am a son of God. I am a priest. I am loved, et cetera, et cetera. And in that, I was able to build myself up as I'm ministering this word and the subsequent days to follow, to know that I am called to his word, to preach his word, to build people up. So I just want to encourage you with that today is that you have to understand if you are in your cave experience, this is how you get out. He says that he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. And I tell you that as you are coming out of your cave, you're walking closer to the light because, and in that we know that no darkness could stand where the light is present, right? And you could find that in John 1. And as you're continuing to come to the light, you're coming to the glory of God. You're coming to his presence. And that's one thing about the cave is though you were hiding from your enemy, you were still dwelling with God. And that's a good thing right there, because yes, we're going to go through this world still battling enemies, but we have to understand that we win it by being in the presence of God. And when it comes to the shadow, I honestly say this, I, I would love to be under the full shadow of God. But if I could just get to the edge of his shadow, I know I'm going to be all right. And I know that I am today. As I'm saying this to you right now, I declared over myself that I am confident in Christ Jesus. I can do all things in Christ Jesus because he has endowed me with the authority to preach his word, to break yokes, to make the enemy flee. And I speak the same word over you just as well. So ladies and gentlemen, understand that you have to be recalled to be released and he has released me from that and i have released myself from that all right guys this was another quick episode being recalled to be released for your purpose love you guys
Oh, 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 oh,